hey i'm welcome back to my podcast called what am i watching right now and this is me your host anjali sinan and today's episode we are going to talk about uh this movie that i watched called uh the last letter from your lover which is based on a jojo moyes book and it talks about actually it shows like two love stories going on in parallel um i really liked it so uh yeah <laughs> i'm going to talk about it and hope you enjoy this and join me and for this podcast episode So if it's not obvious from the title the the movie is a romance and it's set in two different time periods one is the 60s and the other and the other one is set in 2020 in the 1960s one we get Shailene Woodley as Mrs Sterling and in the present one we get Felicity Jones as Ailey Hayworth uh who's a journalist and who wants to uh write a bio about the newspaper's editor who has just passed on and somehow she happens upon a love letter and that break you know that begins the whole journey of her piecing together uh Mrs Sterling's uh love letters to Anthony O'Hare and it just starts a love story and uh, you see like back and forth and i have some interesting uh <laughs> viewpoints on this movie and yeah first of all all this back and forth is really unnerving to me whenever i'm watching a movie because uh it doesn't give enough time or space for any of the stories to flourish and it also doesn't help that uh the Ellie Hayworth's part of the movie is not really a love story at all it feels like it's forced because you know there's a narrative flow and i'm i'm sure uh it's also based on a jojo moyes book and i'm not i haven't read that book so i was searching if this um movie was based on a book and it was but Uh, I haven't read that so I have no comments on it but I feel like especially the screenplay it, um the Ellie Hayworth part of the movie was like forced to I don't know um give the feel the gift the camp comparative uh, realities and uh, maybe it's kind of a commentary about uh, women's rights in a sense that 
nine, 1960s was a very interesting period like women have have had the choice to choose who they wanted to spend their lives with but they also didn't have the sub- sustenance to do so and that comes across like really really loudly in Shailene Woodley's part of the movie aka Mr. S- Mrs. Sterling's and Ailey Hayward's it's also like a very weird commentary you know like we live in 2020 and it's really easy to date someone you go on an app and you ask someone over and you sleep with them and then it's done and you're like voila you didn't didn't even know the dude's name so it's it's supposed to be a stark uh, comparison about like how women had to think so much before um i don't know choosing their partner and uh honestly i liked the 1960s version better maybe because it's so 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 well in the past that i do not have to engage in that like i do not have to be a part of uh mrs sterling's decision because i do have the freedoms that do have the freedom that comes in 2020 but still like not in my part of the world uh not in my country i mean yeah maybe that's why i could connect really really well with mrs sterling because you have all this um uh, expectations and i i saw like how hard the expectations were on her without uh even getting to the climax of the movie it's like when she she's talking to anthony o'hare uh in the riviera and she says that she she's talking about her husband like uh he asks her like how did you meet like mr sterling and she says that um i was sitting in a company boardroom and he was seated next to me and my father knew his father and they were friends and my parents were delighted it's just the way she says that like my parents were delighted and yeah that's just pressure <laughs> and it's very easy to see for me because it's the same thing here like people are forced to get into arranged marriages especially women i cannot say about men because men really choose their partners they pick them they send their moms to fix up the marriages but women women do not have that freedom to a certain extent they do not because it comes with it comes weirdly laced with family pressure so yeah it's like there was a certain expectation out of her it's like she's not really bound by law to not go with anthony o'hare or whatever but it's like familial expectations her friends her family would banish her nobody would want to talk to her and you know like they will look down upon her and she had this that security with her husband that she would not find with anthony o'hare i mean she could have but it will come at a price and it will come at a price of leaving her everything that she knew behind so and that really resonated with me that she took so much time to 
you know reconcile with Anthony O'Hare and yeah I think I like I like that portion of the movie better like that storyline that romance and because it strikes like it strikes a chord with me uh living in it even in like the present India 2022 things have not changed like things have not changed as much as I would like to but yeah and given Ellie's story I could I could also connect with her um, in the sense that I do live in a modern period I do have like an app to connect with someone you match with someone but there's not a lot of connection or intimacy that's taking place like people do not want to get to know you in in a sense like they do not want to connect to you over more than on a superficial level like people do ask you questions but it's it's like they are not listening (laughs) and they're just waiting for their chance to talk or take over or i don't know like force their opinions on you and especially when it comes to dating they are not really looking to date anymore i feel like that but a part of me also feels like there was no need for uh, the present story like the 2021 to be mastered into a romance or i don't know if that was the right word to say that but you know like it felt forced in the sense that rory and ellie didn't have as much time to form romantic feelings for each other or maybe hanging out with someone for a few days in the archive does bring about romantic feelings i'm not really sure because she barely knew him and he barely knew her but who am i to judge like yeah romance it comes in all shapes and sizes so i feel like they could have like given him so i given them more of a romance because ellie is the kind of person who would not uh fall for someone like because she is still in the pattern of um sleeping with different people and also uh she hasn't gotten over her ex in a little bit i feel like she's still hanging on to it maybe that's a reaction or maybe i'm thinking that's a re- that's a reaction to that but i'm not really sure um it just didn't feel genuine to me and maybe that's why i'm trying to break the cracks uh into their relationship because it is fundamentally didn't feel like genuine genuine attraction but yeah like who am i to judge i guess After saying all of that I also want to say like oh my god the costumes and the production design and the scenes from the 60s London and the Riviera were fire like all the clothes that um Mrs Sterling wears is like oh so pretty 
and it it really feels authentic given uh the time period and also the music the music playlist is so nice uh all of that feels like something that i would listen to if i was born in the 60s and maybe i'm an old soul but the music playlist was like also fire and i really enjoyed that the movie is a vibe i feel like the first 15 minutes are a bit slow for my liking or maybe the narrative is too perfect and comes in two different directions and takes a bit of time to be get used to it or be grounded but after that 15 minutes take place and the settings and the story lines are grounded you can really enjoy the movie and it it suddenly has that old hopeless romantic feel uh you you are waiting for two lovers to get together from 1960s to 2020 and you watch their romance budding and taking shape and you know taking shape and somehow resulting in a happy ending uh the end was touching also f- also another thing that i noticed is like uh the, the love letters even though they reek with sentiment sentimentality it was like super sweet i feel like that's something someone would have written for someone so that was like really touching and i felt like maybe ellie was so caught up with uh the letters or the sentimentality behind it that she started projecting it on rory and that's why they got together it it felt like that she was like drunk on someone else's love for someone else like anthony's love for jennifer and she was like yeah this is so romantic and it it seemed like it was filling a void you know inside her heart and that's a very uh different take um uh, felt like it it was a very uh different tidbit but i felt like she was getting drunk on someone else's love and someone else's romance and she was kind of wanting a uh, revival or in the sense that something similar to be in her life as well like it was like projection for me a little bit like yeah could be like that she wanted an exact replica in her own life so she built it with rory at, at least from my understanding from my view point which is completely subjective that's what it seemed like like she's uh, stuck in an archive reading this amazing love letters that are full of emotion and romance and you know sentimentality and uh she's uh, reading and falling in love like anyone would if someone someone gave me those love letters i would fall in love as well but you know and there was no one else in that archive except rory so she was you know like oh my god here's a man who's uh you know discovering love letters with me and maybe i can fall in love with him as well because he's a decent human being and maybe maybe that's that was the case or or maybe if they would have stopped right there like it could 
just have worked as them being like little detectives and finding the pieces of Jennifer and Anthony's story it would still have worked in my in my opinion in my humble opinion but yeah they put they did put like a romantic spin on it I think I've already talked about all the impressions that I got from the movie and I hope you liked it. I know it's getting boring uh me talking about movies but I think um I'm I'm recently having a quite a few of those busy days for some reason and uh movies are a good escape for me and they're like a quick escape you know like you watch something and you get totally caught up with it and you do not care about the real world for a second and i really like that i think that's uh that's the beauty of movies and that's the beauty of escapism especially in a fantasy land you know where you can lose yourself for a minute and yeah sometimes i feel like doing that because it lowers my stress levels uh it lowers the pain of thinking about so many things and um thinking about taking steps towards them and yeah that's where i'm at and i hope you have liked this podcast episode Uh I'll be back with the next one. I watched another really amazing movie. Uh I started recording this podcast on 1st February and right now it's like the 6th. So I watched another and I'll probably bring you along with on the ride with that one as well. Have a good day, have a good ass day and I'll see you in the next one.